0: Hello everybody, happy Friday! It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic host of Bachelor Nation News, and this is another episode of Bachelor Rush Hour, your daily afternoon fix for all things Bachelor Nation and other pop news content good to be with you guys today. If I sound a little bit different, it's because I'm recording from my mobile studio in Indonesia. That's right, it's Bali bad boy Dave Neal here. I left Tuesday evening from Los Angeles on a 14-hour flight to Taipei, a six-hour layover, and then a six-hour flight from Taipei to the island of Bali in Indonesia. And I arrived... Uh, yesterday afternoon, and boy was I tired. Uh, all that flying, my arms are exhausted. Uh, I kid. But either way, I'm happy to be here. We are staying in the jungles in the central, uh, you know, rainforest area of Bali, and we're seeing monkeys uh, fighting in the trees. They say, they say, this is what they told us, oh, the monkeys, they're no big deal. Don't worry about them. Just don't make eye contact. Let me tell you something. If anyone ever tells you not to make eye contact with something, all you want to do is stare that sucker down, but I'm trying my best not to. Uh, we're going to the monkey forest, which apparently is going to be a place where monkeys can just start b- biting your necks. And I don't know. my ra- You should never have to wonder if your rabies shot is caught up before you go hang out with other animals. But we're going to see how this goes. I'm here for another few weeks, hanging out on my honeymoon. The wife has already passed out, because I don't know if you know this, but there's a 16-hour time difference. So as I record this, it's actually midnight, Friday night, but you're going to get this 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. on Friday morning. So if you like what I do and want to share some of that love, make sure to follow, subscribe, like, share, comment, make, you know, uh, post a review, whatever you can do. Uh, You want to give me a nice honeymoon gift, then post a review on Apple Podcasts and tell them you like what you're listening to. So we've got a lot to get into here. Um, In the next couple weeks, I will give you updates on my whereabouts, what we have going on, and all the fun things going on in my life. But in the meantime, in the Bachelor world, we've got a lot to talk about. The first thing I'm going to get into is Hannah Brown winning, uh, and I know this is in some ways, people would call a spoiler, but you know, unfortunately, when something's already out there in the open and been reported by news outlets and it's all over social media, I have to assume that uh, the done are the days of spoiling. So this is Hannah Brown winning Special Forces, which apparently is kind of like a military sort of propaganda machine—the uh, old industrial uh, military com- military-industrial complex here. Uh, Hannah Brown took part in this uh, exercise of grit. When with others like Anthony Scaramucci and Mike Piazza and um, uh, the girl from Seventh Heaven, Beverly Mitchell, and you know some of the things that they did on the show were actually a ton of fun. Uh, some of the different tests they did—they had they had to fall backwards out of a helicopter and dive into the uh, into the ocean. I mean, some real hairy stuff. But here is Hannah Brown having made it all the way to the finish line. And um, as you guys probably know, if you know my channel, you know I interviewed her last year for a private event and uh, quite the accolade. It's from being Miss, Al- I believe Miss Alabama, do I have that right? To winning the Mirror Ball Trophy, spoiler, uh, Dancing with the Stars, and of course becoming the coveted Bachelorette and now winning Special Forces. Here's what she had to say on Fox and Friends this morning.
1: Former Bachelorette win- and winner of Fox's brand new show. It's a hit show, Special Forces. Hannah Brown joins us now. Congratulations. Thank you so you su- much. You actually did survive. We're looking at you I know, now. I'm here.
2: <laughs> all, like All in one piece. <laughs> right. Aren't you glad to be home? So glad. I mean, what did was... you say? You just want your bed. You just... no. I said I just sh- shower yeah. and to wash my you hair. Wash your hair, <laughs> and I had to wash my hair like five times to get the sand out. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. It was just twenty four seven discomfort. I think that was the toughest part about the whole thing. Really proud of myself, but was really excited to have a nice warm bed and feel clean again.
1: <laughs> okay, so, so let me ask you on that point what is your reaction? What is your reflection now? Because these special forces guys don't get the shower, don't get the bed. They go out to the battlefield. Like, do you have a different appreciation for the military now?
2: Absolutely. That was one thing that I really took away from the experience. Um, just what these people, men and women do to serve our country and the type of life that they have to live. Like it really is an act of service for our country. And we are so blessed to have people to to do that for us. And that was one thing they would tell us like true stories about what they've had to do. And they didn't show that as much on the show. But I wish they would have because that just gave me such a respect for the directing staff and for everyone that's in their same position. So whenever
0: All right, and congrats to Hannah Brown there. You can get the full clip on Fox and Friends Instagram. I don't know. I don't really follow them, but if that's your cup of tea, by all means, go check out that interview. And speaking of hilarious interviews, I have to tell you, as you guys know, last week I did the Your Mom and Dad podcast with Jess and Evan, and we had so much fun, but I was made privy to this hilarious exchange between Jess and Evan on their recent podcast, as they explained, unfortunately, fortunately, or maybe fortunately, depending on how you look at it, how they felt uh, after hanging out with me. Uh, Here's a, and by the way, I I heard this yesterday while I was uh, going through customs in Taipei and I was listening to this clip and it made me laugh out loud. I hope you enjoy this as much as I do. Have a listen.
3: Okay, yes. I wanted yeah. to talk about The Ick because yeah. I actually was listening to uh, Dave Neal's Bachelor Rush Hour podcast, which Dave... By the way,
0: she's like, I'd, I want to talk about The Ick, which reminds me of Dave Neal.
3: Came on the podcast last week. He was amazing. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much to Dave. Um,
0: <clears throat> it was awesome. He's, he's By the way, the reviews that we got for your mom and dad last week for the podcast, I mean, I think people that F with Jess and Evan are the type of people that F with me. I think we have a very a common denominator with our audience. But you guys were so kind to leave nice
4: reviews. Just what I'm blown away with him is that he he his speed, in which he he's cut, so like quick. things come into his brain and then he's able to articulate. I know. I, it was actually a moment I felt a little insecure.
1: Did you really? Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Because he was like going like, and
1: I,
0: then I cut cut to me. And which, I, by the way, plenty of people tell me to slow down, and he's like, yeah, so I they feel like this is a compliment, but also it's like Dave, maybe less caffeine felt.
4: Half speed. Like you were in slow motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he goes, you know, and the thing is, and I was thinking about this and this and this, and here were these four correlations to this, and I go, and for me, the crazy thing is poop like it felt like that you know what I mean like it just like and I literally after I said that sentence I was like anyway back to you like I'm oh, sorry sorry I shouldn't have said anything <laughs> it was funny. just like <laughs> you know, me was like, was so was like I, I remember
3: looking over to you at one point and seeing a little bit of the insecurity yeah, in like, like, oh, your eyes God.
4: I was like no. I'm just absolutely in a race and I'm losing so bad right no, now I
0: thought, I, th- I, th- I think I said in the interview I was like I think Evan and I are boyfriend." And boyfriend, now I think we're official after that. I think I was like, they were buddies.
3: <laughs> oh, God bless him! He is I'm
0: so like, quick.
4: Jesus, how about you, Dave? He's like, Anyway, Jesus, you know, they're made for like, if you bake them, three times <laughs> And then
0: they're not like giving himself enough credit, they run a fantastic
4: show. Joke, joke, joke yeah, yeah, joke, and you're joke. Like, and do... I'm like, Anyway, back to you. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, I was wa- or listening Excuse me To Dave's podcast Bachelor Rush Hour So good yeah. And he had on Dr. Diane um, At Back to Love Doc And they were discussing The whole Greer-Zach conversation oh, yeah, 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 It's yeah. fantastic You have to listen to the episode Oh
0: look at this amazing promo We're getting Do I owe Jess money now For promoting the channel Thank you so much Jess uh, And speaking of Jess We've got Jess Gerard uh, So not only was Greer I don't know, unceremoniously. Well, I don't want to say unceremoniously kicked off. Apparently, she's still on the show. She just had COVID. Literally, uh, Greer's the only example where COVID kept her around longer. Because she got COVID, she has not been kicked out of the show just yet. Either way, um, we're going to get into this article right now because Greer, along with Anastasia and along with um, uh, who else, who else was uh, kicked off the show kind of like unceremoniously, um, there lots of others have had to deal with a uh, sort of short, uh, tempered or at least short with his words, Zach. So bachelor contestants, Jess G rod and Ally Jacobs, both blindsided by Zach Shalcross, sending them home. And I'm going to get into this. And by the way, I literally, as you're watching this video of me, you're seeing my sunburn come in. I just got back from the pool here. We're about to go out to dinner because it's Friday no, what is it today? Today's Friday evening in Bali, but for you guys, it's actually like early morning in in America, so you're going to see this a few hours late uh, in the Americas. Um... Uh, anyway, here we go. Ready or not, it was time for Jess and Allie to say their goodbyes on the Monday, February 27th episode of The Bachelor. I definitely was blindsided, Jess, 23 years young, exclusively told Us Weekly of Zach Shell at the recent Women Tell All taping in LA. Throughout our journey, he always reassured me and validated me. He always told me everything's going to be okay and to just kind of hold out, hold on. So as time went on and I wasn't getting that special quality time with him, I was definitely in my head. Like, what am I missing here? There's nothing being communicated. That's wrong. So in a way I saw it coming because it just wasn't adding up. But yeah, I definitely was blindsided still. (laughs) God bless Jess. That's being like, yeah, this car came out of nowhere and hit me. I was blindsided. I saw it coming to me and then it hit me. It's like, did you see it coming or not? So it's, it seems like Jess in her female intuition, women's intuition, saw it coming. But it's all, you know, if a woman with their women's, it's always like women, I've got female intuition. It's like you've been dating the same jabroni for seven years now and you don't like the guy. Where's your intuition? Anyway, so here she is. Uh, you know, sometimes when I have these nothing articles, I just feel the need to, you know, uh, sprinkle in some, uh, some more nothingness. Zach, 26. Uh, these kids are so young. I, I hate to be like the old man on the porch. Jess is only 23. She's got her whole life ahead of her. She can't Even rent a car yet. Zach sent Jess home during the evening portion of the group date uh, after she expressed concerns about not receiving a one on one date yet. So Jess clearly knew her time was short. And I've seen so many funny memes about it being like, what did Jess expect? Private quality time with the guy she was about to marry? The exit was frustrating on both ends. I I don't know if she means uh, a a GI system. Like, uh, is this a gastrointestinal issue? Or uh, the exit was frustrating because I'll tell you what, I was traveling on a flight um, to uh, Bali for a 20-hour straight, and I was also frustrated on both ends. All right, folks telling us that they were both confused during their chat. It wasn't a good feeling to sit with me because it was like, well, what could I have done better? What could I have said better? Should I have fought for him? But also, I want someone to fight for me. So it was a very weird place that we left off. And I have to say, this is the old dilemma that exists on The Bachelor, is that you have a show where 30-plus women fight for a man, when in reality usually the man's the one fighting for the woman. Not to be sexist, I don't need to be old sexist Dave over here, but I don't think The Bachelor works too often because it puts the guy into a position of power that usually when you put men into positions of power, I mean, look, traditionally, we, you know, you know, colonialism and, uh, you know, uh, Clayton, I mean, <laughs> Chris Harrison, you put guys in positions of power, bad things can happen. No offense to Clayton, I just don't think he's ever had three women uh, trying to sleep with him at the same time. He didn't know what to do. He was like a kid in the candy shop, and he couldn't say no. Um, I mean, he he could have. Uh, But he didn't, and that's okay, too. Uh, So anyway, Jess wants a man to fight for her. Is that too much to ask for? Things got tense between Jess and Zach as he didn't understand why she was putting so much emphasis on the idea of a solo date. (laughs) What an idiot. While he ended things amid conversation, she told us that it was 100% a misunderstanding between the pair. Yeah, Zach, is good at ending things mid conversation and if you watch my other video from this morning I had uh, Katie um, Katie from his season explaining when they did their uh one-on-one date that they had at um, the at the museum and they slept overnight there uh, Katie said that Zach just in the middle of the date was like good night and then they went to bed it's like I don't know if he I don't know he's not he's not a man who uses many words i'll tell you that Jess said this with her platitudes. I think he's an amazing guy. I think he was doing the best he could in the moment. I was doing the best that I could in the moment. We both just weren't understanding each other. Uh, no, you didn't understand that he tried to keep you along, keep you around, but he wasn't willing to give you one of his first seven one-on-one dates. Good grief. You're better, Jess. You don't need him. And I always like to say justice for Jess. Well, we're probably going to see her at Bachelor Paradise, if you ask me. And speaking of Jess, her season of... Of Bachelor with Zach Shell Cross is not over, and now we have Katie from that season describing what that one on one date was like when it came to uh, if they got lucky and if there was any sleep. We know Katie was on the one on one date with Zach at the museum, so have a listen to what she had to say. I'm going to share two different clips. Here's the first one where she discussed the date that was canceled. And of course, uh, Zach had the old vid, the old COVID-19, and in that, she uh, did that little uh, date through the door with him. Have a listen.
1: You make the decision to go up to his room, knock on the door, and, and talk to him through the door. Yes. Um, why did you do that, and
0: were you happy about it after?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Great question. Um yeah, I was super excited to do that only because... Was
0: it a great question or is that... Okay.
3: Because, well, there's many reasons why I wanted to do that. But I think like the way I pictured it is, you know, kind of how the show pans out. And I had my one-on-one already. And I was like, okay, like I'm going to have like, mi- like moments here, moments there get stolen away. And I'm like, okay, so like what, like how am I going to further build a connection with this man that... Potentially, I'm going to be engaged to at the end, and how do I show my initiative that I do care for him? So, yeah, I was like, okay, like maybe like a little gift basket, some soup, some tea, get some slippers. There's. A
0: By the way, for those listening on Bachelor Rush Hour, the hit daily podcast, you can't see uh, Aaron, but Aaron's also in this conversation, and you can see the soul leave his body as he's like, "What did I sign myself up for?"
3: Little teddy bear in there too. <laughs> And um, I was like, I don't know how this conversation is going to go through the door. It could be extremely awkward or it could go really well. And it went really well. And I think Zach was really appreciative of it for sure. Uh,
1: Yeah, I think so. Okay. So I had a question for you now. If you didn't (laughs) do that and (laughs) the first time you see Zach is when he's about to go on his date with Charity, (laughs) would you have considered pulling Mm -hmm. him there, like Kat did, no. Okay.
0: Uh, Katie says she wouldn't have pulled a cat. Okay, let's go to the next clip of Katie. Uh, here she is explaining what went down on her overnight. And if you aren't familiar, forget about the overnight. She did this overnight date with these silk pajamas at the Natural History Museum with old Zachy over there. And then they slept uh, together. And by together, I mean in the same tent. Uh, and I'm, I'm, whenever I see these dates, I'm like, do they really sleep over there? Well, here's what she had to say regarding that date and why she did not get any. Sleep that night.
1: Let's go to um, your date. You get a one-on-one. You guys get a whole museum by yourselves. And then you spend the night. So let's just go right to spending the night. Were you shocked about? That? <laughs> Let's get right into the good stuff, I did okay? Get right into it, <laughs> okay? Um, Were you?
0: Sh- I think grocery store Joe's a pretty good interviewer for the Bachelor stuff. I just think poor Aaron over here, you know, got paid fifty bucks to show up. He's he's uh, in the Michelle Young, uh, you know, slot where they don't let him say anything. Shocked when he asked you to spend the night because that doesn't happen on the show.
3: Yeah, no, I was super shocked, super excited though when he did ask me and i didn't really know what to think of it of the time but when we walked around the corner and we saw kind of like the camp set up and the tent i was like blown away i thought it was so cute so romantic and the thing with me so
0: cute so romantic well thank the set decorator who set it up because i'm sure zach wasn't in charge of the silk pajamas
3: oh is like i'm really bad at sleeping like i have a white noise machine and all this stuff so
0: I have a white noise machine too. Her name's Katie Thurston. No, she's getting it. White white joke. Okay. Uh she would have approved. All right. Anyway, sorry.
3: Sleeping in that tent wasn't it. It wasn't the play for me. I like you could hear like construction off in the distance. Zach kinda snoring a little bit and I just couldn't <laughs> sleep. Hence why I was like, I got no sleep. I think Zach got a little bit of sleep, but not, not me. Okay. Okay.
1: you okay. guys pushed Fair. you guys pushed the uh, push the beds together.
3: Oh, heck yeah, we did. <coughs> did, was,
0: it you, cold? did whoa, was it cold? Whoa, whoa, whoa. They pushed the bed. Breaking news. I don't know the breaking news button here. Uh, Katie uh, and Zach pushed the beds together. They had two cots on the other. You know, they were separated in the tent, two cots on either side. They pulled their cots out uh, together. Their cots. They pulled their
4: cots together. Hold in there. You guys had to snuggle up for warmth. It was purely survival, <laughs> right?
3: <laughs> purely survival. It was actually quite chilly in there. Um, but he basically, so like, I remember we were having a conversation and then he was like, okay, good night. And I was like, what? I was like, so I started talking again. I'm like, I don't think I heard that. Right. And then, like, <laughs> Kay, okay, good night. I'm like, yeah, okay.
0: All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, I like Zach. I do. Everyone thinks I'm giving him a hard time. Zach's just an oddball. He, <laughs> he's got the woman of his dreams, and he just chooses sleep over, you know, furthering the conversation. How funny is that?
3: All right, well, get that, so that he's, guys. He's,
0: he's like, stop talking. Is that? Yeah, what he's like, that was? Sh-
3: <laughs> shut.
1: <the fuck> up. <laughs> okay, so I'm like, all right, well, um, the so the yeah, day-
3: nothing happened for those who think.
0: So, when you came- so, you know, so there, Katie says, even though they were in the Natural History Museum, their uh, the, uh, the 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 aura and vibe of the museum didn't get the best of them, and they didn't make riveting uh, cot sex. If you've ever slept in a cot before, they're very squeaky. You know, not not to not to tell you a story here because I don't know, maybe maybe you like a side story or not. Leave a comment. But when a hurricane. Uh, what her, uh, Katrina hit um, in the fall. I was actually studying abroad in France, but that following spring, uh, those of us that, that weren't cool enough to go on a spring break trip uh, decided to drive down to New Orleans 26 hours straight and... Um, we uh, we we helped out the best we could in the ninth ward. You know, we helped out uh, gutting a home. We probably uh, got, you know all got asbestos and mold damage. It was heartbreaking. You know, it was one of those scenarios where we probably got more out of it than the people we were helping because our um, our uh, how we grew as as nineteen year olds, twenty year olds, and saw a lot of the devastation was very um, it was very character building. Although that wasn't our intent, but we stayed in this. Um, gigantic uh, um, uh, uh, like almost factory building with, with thousands of other volunteers all volunteering during spring break to try to help continue to clean up new Orleans or at least, you know, this, this one special area. And, Every time you moved, and we were all just sleeping on military cots, and every time you moved, the cot made this farting noise, like, you know. And uh, so, just imagine a thousand people all trying to sleep at night. Either way, I didn't get any nookie, at least in the uh, cot uh, department. But it, sh- it looks like Katie didn't either. Came in and said so you didn't get much
4: sleep. That I feel like that was. Like, I know. Yeah. It's just because
3: I, I literally have such a hard time sleeping. The girls even can attest to this because I always had my white noise machine. We'd play the thunderstorm sound. Like I'm just hard of sleeping so
0: all right, so there she is, Katie, having a hard time sleeping. And I wanted to give you guys a bonus video here. I've actually got a new clip because this wasn't worth its own video because we've already covered Clayton a lot this week. And by the way, if you haven't already, check out my interview with Clayton from Wednesday's episode of Bachelor Rush Hour. Link in the comment sections. Uh, bachelor Rush Hour, the hit daily afternoon Bachelor podcast. And by the way, thank you guys all so much for all the kind words for my interview with Chad from Game of Roses. That was also a hit. We. Had three different interviews, three days in a row. Doctor Diane Strakowski also a hit. Um- As the podcast continues to grow, and I do want to make an announcement, we just got our first sponsor that's going to be coming on for the podcast, a four-week sponsor. More on that soon. Uh, But as you guys know, the podcast has grown in part because a lot of you guys have come over from YouTube and joined the podcast world. And uh, how many times can I say podcast in one video? And you guys have really helped uh, helped us build that that uh, that new uh, 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 podcast that we got going on. But either way, we covered our conversation with Clayton, and here's what he had to say about his emotional response to breaking up with Susie Evans which by the way it's devastating that they broke up on the terms that they did because in part uh, through no fault of Clayton's so much drama followed him the TikTok scandal all these other things going on the poor guy was just searching for love can't Clayton find love by the way should we see Clayton uh, on the beach should he do Bachelor in Paradise let's
4: have a listen Right. like not, not not between her and I, but yeah, between the, the audience. audience. It was Camp Susie, Camp Clayton. Together, it made sense to me that you would be leaning on each other and kind of bonding through this. I know I feel like you've even said, like I don't know how I would have gotten through some of those days without Susie. She probably feels the same way about you. You guys like had this shared trauma bond almost. But then, was that ultimately what? it was keeping you together, but then it also kind of pulled you apart. I feel like I've heard you say like, cause there was so much like emotion attached to it and like it wasn't healthy, but at the same time you guys needed each other and you leaned on each other, which is a beautiful side of it. So was it just too complicated? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. And there's two sides to every story. And I think, um, you know, I, I don't, I would never want to speak for her, but I think like that's why for us, we just wanted to ultimately be there for each other and be supportive. And that's why we've been very adamant um, about letting people know that like, hey, I have, I, I got nothing but love for her. Um, we both know that we, we could have done things differently, but like ultimately uh, the outcome was the outcome. And as we tried to heal though, honestly, it was really, really complicated because um, we were pitted against each other. We we really were like it was that that night of the show where where I lost my cool. It became Susie versus Clayton, right? right. Like not, not not between her and I, but yeah, between the, the audience. audience. Was Camp Susie, Camp Clayton, and so then all of a sudden, what do you what, what can you imagine? I was getting all the Camp Clayton people in my DMs telling me that she was wrong to do this, and then she was getting all the Camp Susie DMs. And so what it did was it, it, it just validated our internal thoughts and beliefs. Well, now we're button heads because now we're both like, I got this many people saying this. And you have this many people saying this. Who's right? Who's wrong? The fact of the matter was, is all that noise on the outside had no idea what was going on internally. And we should have cut all that off Is I remember just kind of like looking at each other and thinking like, we have to heal separately because we can't like art. We can't take this any longer. Like I'm so destroyed that like there's nothing left i have zero like energy to fight this battle any longer yeah um, and it was just a really sad place to be i mean yeah i uh wow he's breaking I mean, down I'm get a little emotional oh there. god um, oh but clayton
0: did not get emotional in my conversation with him clayton you're holding back on me you're giving it all to us weekly
4: we it love vulnerability sucked. that's what the book teaches us everyone can be vulnerable it just sucked because um yeah, like our last day together, we, uh, you know, we we had already knew that we were ending things, um, but I stayed in a couple extra days after we broke up, and she, we we fired up the projector, turned on a movie, ordered a bunch of. uh, Food to the house. All
0: right. So he tells a story about how he spent his last day with Susie after their breakup. Oh, how sad. How sad that, you know, uh, a lot of the the turmoil in their relationship came from a rabid audience. But, you know, no surprises. Just really sad. Okay. And that gets us to the old finish line here on a Friday. So thank you guys so much for sticking around. A Bachelor Rush Hour of the Podcast as I'm traveling and my makeshift setup. Although I have to tell you, I think my makeshift setup still has. Performs 99% of Bachelor podcasts out there. No offense to them but uh, did it take too much to bring along a couple microphones? Not at all. Uh, but either way, um, I'm going to have some uh, interesting stuff to share with you guys in the following two weeks. So please stick around. I'm going to be on top of the Bachelor news. Don't worry. We're not going to be slacking on you guys. And uh, hopefully I'll make it back in one piece. But in the meantime, I appreciate all the love and support out there. A lot of people have sent us kind wishes for the honeymoon. And I'm going to go back to my wife now. That's what I got to do. I've. Uh, it's, it's, it's actually kind of nice when you marry an introvert because she uh, really doesn't need to talk to anybody and i get to hang out with you guys for a couple hours a day while she reads a book so it's a perfect sort of uh, symbiotic relationship we have there and um for more updates on how i handle these um macaque monkeys am i pronouncing that right uh please uh, stay stay in touch and also subscribe follow rate it review it share it with friends and we'll be back on monday with more bachelor rush hour as always i've been dave neal have a good weekend everybody